Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Footballers. This is Season 3, Episode 25. And I am joined by the regular crew, Matt Lamborn. Right foot. Matt, how are you? I'm Oakley Doakley. Fine and dandy like sour candy, as Ned Flanders would say. Paul? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. My belly's full. I've been off work today. Full of what? Roast beef, roast potatoes, mm. carrot and swede mash. Did you eat roast beef on bread? No. Do you ever eat roast beef on bread? Yes. Okay. Good to know. That's good information for the people. Well, Foot Future Stars, Team 2, my opinion, way better than Team 1. Paul, what's your opinion? Yeah, yeah, I like it. I think it's a, it's marginally better, but it's better. I think there's some there was some hype for some cards that didn't quite hit. I think Fernandez is a great card. I've got his, uh, his World Cup version. Um, that were about 50k and this one's sitting around 1.4 mil now with not a huge upgrade Uh, but if you need a Premier League centre mid he's he's great like he still gets used in my team now the World Cup one and this is an upgrade Musiala very expensive for what he is I think his hype is carrying a lot of that price Araujo he were a really good card early on. I really liked him. I think he's going to be one that will probably hold his value a fair bit. Barcelona links quite a bit of hype around him. Um, and I like what they did with the Timber. They dropped the SBC for the CDM or centre-back, and then they dropped his brother um, in this team. And he looks he looks quite good. But yeah, he's, he's decent. Nothing I really want to go selling my team to go out and buy but some cards that I'll use along the way when they've dropped down in price a little bit. Yeah. There's quite a few good looking cards in there. I mean, I, I liked quite a few of them. You know, if I were to be using them, I would prefer team two to team one. Matt, what about you? Well, there's, there's one good reason to stick around and examine team two, isn't there? 
Kavichka Kavichka finally gets the card that I've been waiting all year for and I can't quite afford it at the moment, which is quite strange. Even still? I've got 1.5 mil tied up in informs and I don't want to like get rid of them for break even. So the price is, is ticking down to a point where I very soon will be able to afford it. It's like 643k at the time of recording. So he's cut literally in half, which concerns me that people obviously think they're not getting from him what they're expecting and, and moving him on, which, you know, fair enough. Maybe it's the whole thing with the links, um, a slightly unfavorable league and a very unfavorable nation, but you know, the card just looks fun as heck. So you know, I can't wait to, to try it out and uh, I'll be super disappointed if it's not everything I hoped it would be given how long I've waited for it. But the team in general is much stronger, much more desirable this week than the first one. I think uh, week one fell very flat and it could have killed all hype for the promo there and then. But I think they've redeemed themselves with the cars that went straight into packs, what they've done with SBCs, the Charles de Ketelier has been super popular, seeing a lot of people running that card, talking about it on Twitter. So they've definitely redeemed themselves. And uh, like all good offers, there's a, a very low end in terms of the pricing and, and largely a very high end with just a couple who sort of float around in the middle uh, for budget-wise. Um, but a lot of these are quite attainable for people, which is always good. It's nice to see you know the content get refreshed, people trying new things with their teams and... Being a little bit different, variety is the spice of life, as they say. Yeah, it's funny you mention cards that are obtainable. Because I want to ask your opinion, Matt, on this Nuno Tavares objective. Mm. Oh, right. So Straight in there, the, shall I? Well, yeah. I mean, let's get to the heart of the matter here. This was a, a pretty big topic throughout the weekend. You have to do 50 82 rated SPCs to achieve the top version of this card, which equates to roughly 550 to 600K. And to me, that's not a 600K card and you're not going to get any of that shit back. Mm, this is true. Let's say you. I think that's the wrong way of looking at it though. I think that those SBCs- I like the idea. Those SBCs provide all the value. Um, I've done like four or five and I've packed like a, an 85 plus in every single one of them. They've been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That might just be my experience, but yeah, it looks like they're paying out with fodder, which is great. So- if you've got a lot of low-rated content to convert and you need some high-rated fodder for other things, then getting the Tavares card on top is merely a sweetener. It's just an extra reward on top of everything else that you've been getting throughout. And the card is pretty good. It's not like a 500k plus card, as you say, but super adaptable. can play anywhere down the left-hand side, left-back, left-wing, left-mid, left-wing, all of it. Super duper flexible population in a what is a popular league again this season. I think a lot of people will go for it in mind that they're going to get good rewards from the SBCs and they're going to get a good card at the end of it. But I like this SBC as a as a new feature. It's not something that we've seen a lot of in the game over the years, but it's like, yeah, keep cracking this SBC and you, you're guaranteed to get something at the end, at least, even if you don't get something that you really want along the way. And uh, it's good that lower rated fodder now becomes relevant in the game because it largely just hasn't been you know 81s 82s 83s are suddenly white hot whereas they've been dead for much of the year so anything that makes those relevant is a thumbs up from me yeah and there's one i guess thing about this sbc that you could say is another positive side is that if you have a bunch of extra cards a bunch of untradeables a bunch of dupes you need to get rid of this is the perfect place to do it instead of just quick selling throw it into the sbc you don't have to worry about chemistry just throw it in get it done 
And uh, yeah, so if you're directly going after this and buying cars to do it, you're doing it wrong because you have plenty of time to do it. Do not spend, just use your extras to get this done. That would be sure. my recommendation. I was was told the uh, Taschenmacher and Pumpel were talking in the uh, lounge the other day and Taschenmacher made that point. And that's a good idea. You know, just use your extra shit that you don't want instead of making it useless, get something out of it. Right. What and about you, Paul? Sorry, just oh, before sorry. Paul comes in, um, there is that extra element whereby if there's people who are just stone cold, not interested in this, then they have the opportunity to offload some of that fodder and make some decent money out of it, which they just haven't been able to do. So you can either take some coins or gamble it up with stuff that realistically you're not going to use, right? So you know, it's all good for me. Yeah, I actually quite like it. I think, especially for duplicates, I think sometimes with duplicates, especially sort of 83s, 84s, 85s, you sometimes start an SBC because you don't want to waste a duplicate. So right. sometimes mm-hmm. you'll go to an 84 four rated squad of something, put in, you know, 1084s, all to get rid of one duplicate, where now this SBC is the perfect, perfect thing for that. And along the way, you get an 86 rated card, an 84 rated card, and the 88 when you've completed it. But they do seem to be paying out. I've done 16 of them, and I think I've had four walkouts, which isn't a lot, but I've had a 90 and a 91, you know, which gives you 100k value. Um, and I don't think I've really spent much to do them. But yeah, I think it's a good idea. It's it's just something there. If there's nowhere to put your duplicates in, it's there and you can do it. And having a league on uh, left back can never hurt, can it? Do you know what I mean? It's Yeah, I like the idea of it. I'd love to have that instead of my um, honourable mentions cancella that would slot in right with some of the players I'm using, like really? uh, Payette and whatnot. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That would totally suit me down to the ground a lot of people have Payet a lot of people have Bailly um, and you yeah, know me too. this is this is the perfect perfect card for that Isaac Torre um, I was hoping we were going to get the 3 times 81 upgrade that got put in the code the other day because that would have been perfect for this but instead today we got the 81 uh, 80 plus player pick um, one of two which is is not ideal. But if you're doing upgrades and you're trying to get yourself to a, you know, if you're trying to get some SBCs done, it's a it's a decent way of of getting there. Um, but the eighty-twos and eighty-threes are are on the way up. Even eighty-ones. Um, a little tip while we're at it. Um, get your just the tip, just the tip. Get your free position changes every day. Go put them onto, I don't know, a right wing back or a left wing back that's 81, 82, 83, or 84 rated. List it up for two or three K more than it's selling yeah. for, and it'll go within a few hours. Because um, people are just going and picking those cards up because they're, they're rare. Do some position changes with those lower rated ones because uh, this SBC had some demand for that. Yeah. And while we're on the topic of, I guess, trading and stuff like that, Paul, can you walk us through what happened the other day with the market? I mean, it, it started the crater pretty quickly and a lot of your top tier cards just lost. Some of them lost a quarter of their percent in a matter of minutes and it continued 
a little bit more yesterday, and it looks like it's going to continue today to some aspect. But what happened and why did it happen? Um, a lot of the sort of high-end meta cards that pros use in their team, um, a lot of them came back onto the market this weekend because there was the FGS Cup, which I believe had 450 people playing. Um, people would have used untradeable cards. They were allowed to use loans, but that's a lot of people um, playing in this tournament. They got knocked out of the tournament on Saturday or they wanted to have a mix-up in the team. So within a few hours, there were all these cards getting sold. Um, cards like Bellingham dropped 250, 300k. Um, Kevin De Bruyne dropped two, 300k. A lot of these, you know, these big boys um, dropped. It looks like I've just look, been looking now. A lot of them have recovered a little bit today, but I think some of that as well were people getting a bit nervous. I saw team, there's all these cards that had just been rising for the last since team of the year. They saw them starting to drop and drop quickly. And I imagine a lot of people got a bit nervous and, and sold and have now um, bought back. Um, it would, you know, there were some opportunities to make coins, but it's a lot of. Uh, it's a lot of coins to be spending to be making, you know, spending three mil to make hundred k, and it were it were a little bit risky. But yeah, there were some coins to be made there. Um, but yeah, it's something that we we often don't think will impact the game, you know, pros selling the teams. But because these cards are so rare, it doesn't take much supply of them onto the market for them to drop a lot. Yeah, that's something that I, I kind of noticed yesterday. I'm, I'm started to trade a little bit more heavy again, and what I noticed is I'm I'm going after bigger cards, bigger profits instead of the the repetition that I've used to do because I'm finding those type of repetitive trades is not as easy as it used to be. So I'm going Paul's route, trying to find bigger margins, fewer trades, but I got burned a few times because you think you're getting a good deal, you buy it, let's say 15 percent lower than the lowest bin, but by the time your one hour listing expires, he's fallen another 10%. And now you're dreading watching this timer go down. You're like, oh my God, I'm bleeding coins. I can't do a fucking thing about it. And then by the time it runs out, you're in the hole and you have to cut your losses. What do you recommend people do in that case? Do you just have a bigger baseline margin when the market's being volatile like that? Or do you hold that car as a loss and wait for the rebound? Uh, a lot of the time, especially with the rarer cards. So if you're looking at sort of icons that are quite rare, or sort of older promo cards that are really popular, you know, some of the more expensive winter wild cards or centurions. If you're looking at their graphs and you're buying at their low for that day, I wouldn't be panicking within an hour or so. I'd just think, well, they're gonna it's gonna get rare, it's gonna bounce back up. Um and it all depends on what day it is as well. If there's um you know, if it's a weekend, there's a fair bit of demand and a card's getting really rare um, and you're expecting them to not be as rare, I probably would get out. But a lot of people do get nervous when they see a trade that they've bought going down. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be getting nervous. The time I do get nervous on trades going down is when it's ones that are cards that are in packs and there's lots of supply of them. But the, the, car, the older sort of, you know, World Cup icons, Team of the Year icons, and cards that are in packs. 
if they're rare enough, they usually fluctuate back up. The reason I really asked is because it, it just happened to me, like literally just happened. Who was it? It was the uh, Future Stars Vitinha. So I bought him at 230 and his price was around 240. I'm like, oh, that's a deal. I'm going to get him on the upswing. Well, he's at 225 now. So, yeah. Yeah. If you did. If you'd have checked his graph, if you'd have checked his previous sales, he, he got down to like 210 yesterday, mm. 215. I've been flipping him a bit because he is one that's been fluctuating a lot. But um, yeah, Adiyemi was another one I had good success with yesterday. With him, you were probably better off getting out, Hunter, to be honest. I'm trying, but I'm just watching the clock tick. It's like agonizing. But anyways, we got, we got some coins to burn. We'll, we'll donate to the community. Um, let's talk about this Phil Jones flashback. We got one last year as a silver star, but Matt, I know you're excited about this one. This, this, is, <laughs> this is so you. Really? Why is it so me? Because you like to go, I mean, nobody's going to want to use this car, but I can see you doing it. Well, I think it makes that overall SBC to get smalling a much more interesting proposition, particularly with a, a Malasia card in um, Future Stars at the moment as well. There's like Casemiro and Fred and other recent promos. You know, there's some good Man United content, Rashford, Player of the Month, um, to link these cards to. Not Smalling, but Jones, of course. So I wouldn't blame anyone for doing it. And Jones, to be fair, isn't a bad card. It's just, I think these are, are these little traps that EA like to put out where they appear to be giving you value for money. But deep down, we all know we're not going to be featuring these cards in our weekend league teams at any point. And I include Small in that who's in the last few years had phenomenal special cards. But I don't think this one quite cuts it. And Jones, for the price of the SBC, is good value for money, but it's not a great card. Terrible passer for a, a centre-back at this stage of the game. Um, relatively weak, low 80s strength. It's just, it's unremarkable. It's okay. It is Reasonable value if you're going to go on and complete the second stage of the SBC or if you're desperate for Man United links, but it's a trap, as as they would say in Star Wars. Don't do it. It's just not quite good enough um, to be any use to anybody. They said you've got to be a white-hot Man United fan to be interested in doing that one, I think. And then Smalling's just also not quite good enough and a bit more of a premium, so I personally would steer clear of those. I mean, Phil Jones is pretty cheap, to be fair, though, if you want to give him a shout. You know, who's that? Especially if you're, that Phil Jones is, is really cheap if you just wanted to try him. I mean, very cheap. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like I say, it is value, but we're kind of looking beyond that at this stage of the game. We need quality. We need things that are actually going to make a difference to our team. It's, it's one of those you could do if you've got some access fodder and you just need happy for him to sit in the club doing nothing until you eventually just need some sort of like first owner promo. Uh, friendly or something or Man United links but that ain't no weekend league card it's not no high level rivals card so I, I struggle to see it's, uh, it's utility to be honest yeah Matt you keep setting me up with these segues appreciate it but if you do need something that's valuable and it's going to add quality to your team this is heavy sarcasm you can always go do the 89 plus FIFA World Cup or Prime Icon upgrades it's mm-hmm. a trend is it not? You just said they're, they're great at, at putting a bow on a turd and calling it a, a prize, right? So they've got an 89 plus FIFA World Cup or Prime upgrade. 
And we saw a tweet from Boris Legend earlier today. It said, the funniest thing about this SPC is not the price, but the fact that there isn't a single prime icon rated less than 89. And there are only three World Cup icons with 88. So it's one of those SPCs, right? It, the wording of it makes you makes it seem like you're going to get something great. But in all honesty, you're, you have just as good a shot as getting a stinker as you had, you know, of any other SPC. Sure. And I think if, if you had a good run in the previous um, icon SBCs that are running during team of the year and whatnot, you know, you, you got to like cut your losses at some point. You, you know what? I'm running beyond expectation. I don't need to gamble this up again. Unless you've been doing a shitload of those 82 SBCs and getting a lot of fodder you can't put into anything else. Generally, I, you always have to think, why are they giving me this now? It, they, they're trying to drain your club to whatever's coming next. Something big's going to come by the time that SBC runs out, and no one's going to have any fodder to put into it, which means they're going to have to open FIFA boys, or they're going to have to play weekend league. Think why? Why are they doing it? And we haven't not long had several icon SBCs. Why are they giving me another one now? Uh, all signs point towards something big coming along, bigger than this. So um, keep your powder dry, in my opinion. Yeah, don't be gambling five hundred fifty k. For Prime Laudrup. It's not going to work out for you. Mm-mm. Unless you're Danish. Paul, how many of these have you done? But you might pack R9. Oh my you might God. pack Ronaldinho. You might pack, you might pack R9. You might pack Zidane. You just never know. And I think if you've Paul's got... Paul's employee. He's rogue. If you've got less than 1.5 mil and no fodder, I believe in it alone. But... If you're quite rich and you've got lots of coins and you've got enough fodder to do half of it, why not do some upgrades and do it? You never know. You never know. And, you know. I'll tell you why, because you want to stay rich. That's why. (laughs) Yeah. But you might pack a six mil card that you'll never, ever be able to buy ever. You definitely won't be able to buy him if you keep doing those SBCs. You see, this says something about... A particular mentality that's amongst some of the player base where it's more noble to pack a card out of complete luck like the ones you're talking about, Paul, than to try and get out there and earn it like through yeah, trading it's noble to those or who whatever. Pack. They they love the idea of of packing something on a complete whim, and that's what it is. It's it's almost like an enabler, isn't it? It's like. We know we, our community, our player base, they just love a punt. Let's give them a punt because that's what they desire rather than them winning enough fodder to put into something to get a great icon or, you know, save yeah. not to buy it like some of us like to do. It's, it's strange. Your average player, though, is never, ever going to be able to afford prime... Ronaldinho or Hully or all those big boys. So that SPC is the only chance some people have at getting those cards. Um, and, you know, I'd never, ever condone going out and doing it from scratch, buying these cards, buying cards to do this SPC. That really is just silly. But... If you've got fodder and there's no other SBC that you fancy, what else are you going to do? Wait for the next one. There's always something bigger coming. But you'll have some more fodder by then. You might do, you might not. 
depends how uh, how much you're playing, isn't it? This is the perfect rationale of thinking that most FIFA players have. <laughs> My thinking is enjoy the content that's in the game. It only lasts a year. What's the worst that can happen? You run out of coins. And you have an untradeable prime ladder. There's no worse feeling than putting like several hundred thousand worth of fodder into one of those and, and getting a, an absolute dud though. It's so, so depressing. It really is. So common. And most of the time that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, you called it a punt, but it's the closest way that anybody can come to packing an icon. It's the only guaranteed route to get an icon, unless you want to dump all of the fodder into the actual player SPC, the icon SPC itself. It's the only way to get the elite icons for most people. Right. You know, I, I would say that there's plenty of... And it's not that much of a way to, because the, the pack weight is so low anyway. Yeah, but I think there's plenty of attainable icons that are actually useful, that aren't out of arm's reach for a lot of people if they applied mm-hmm. themselves and traded a little bit and... And negotiated the market and various competitions a bit more wisely and, and played it for the long term but because everyone wants it now and they want a shortcut and of course it, it makes something nice to put on your Twitter or whatever then okay gamble it up you know gambling's fun but I'm sure we've all done several each this year and, and you'd be lucky if you've got one or two that are, are actually going to feature in your club like the last one I did I got Lev Yashin Prime I ain't doing another one because I'm not realistically I'm not going to do any better than that. I got Figo and Paul's goals before that and felt like a piece of shit because I know better, but I still did it anyway. So it's me like trying to advise other yeah. people what to do, and you know I fought for it enough times. But well, it's not that you fell for it. You probably had the extra fodder, and you said, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to take a take a risk, take a, take a gamble. Well, it was a bit of that, and I felt that my, my club was falling behind a little bit, so I, I it was shit or bust as far as I was concerned. And luckily, the last time it paid off, I've got an end-game goalkeeper now, at least. It wasn't you know, the big all-goal-scoring, mega-team-changing icon I wanted, but it's an exceptionally good one, and it does make a difference. So I consider myself ahead now, and I intend to stay that way. I don't want to gamble again and go back into the red. Yeah, you touched earlier, too. You said, you know, that usable icons i think that term is is kind of loose i feel like each individual player has their own definition of what usable is because you have people that have god squads and they might consider mid ballic unusable whereas somebody like myself i would take a mid ballic right it's just it's kind of just relative to what you're used to but george just made a good point too they've only given us two icon spcs in the last month so the the variety of choices here is is very slim so this is the only route people can go to get icons. And this is why people, quote, fall for them. Are you basically telling me I should do another icon SBC? Is that your long way around? Do it? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. I want you to do it now, I too. Like do it, do it, do it. No, I'm not. Peer pressure. I'm actually very, very seriously considering um, doing the Gareth Bale SBC before it expires because I've played against it several times now. And it's a very good striker. I did it. That card. Very good striker. It's a great sub late, too. George used him this weekend and said he were really good. And because he's got decent defensive stats, he's really good at winning the ball back high up the pitch. Real pain in the arse to sort of play out from the back when he's putting pressure on you. Okay. We have a whole laundry list of community questions. The, the community was very active this week. Had a lot of new faces in the Discord, so appreciate you guys. Had some new supporters too, so that's always good to see. 
we're going to go through some of these questions, unless you guys have anything you want to add before we move on. No, let's do it. Okay. First one. Resident supporter and longtime member Jason M24 says, how do you feel AI improvements in the coming years will impact the FIFA series? Hmm. It's, that's kind of a loaded question because I feel like without knowing what they're going to improve, it's kind of hard to answer it. But to summarize, I think what they have done in the past title, like this title and the one before, I think there's too much AI improvement. There's too much automation as far as what your players do while you're on the ball. And I feel like that kind of feeds into some of the unresponsiveness that the animations take too long or there's too many animations or they're not consistent. But I think we just have to wait and see what comes out. And uh, we'll, we'll go to this next one, though. It does say his next question. All three hosts play each other at FIFA over two legs with aggregate score counting as the final result. How many single legs would Hunter and Paul combined win from Matt? I don't know. To be fair, we've never played against each other, have we? So who knows? No. We haven't. We probably need to find out now. I'd probably rage against Matt, to be honest. I would shithouse the fuck out of both of you, though. I'd fancy myself. And it would fucking trigger me instantly, and I would quit. No, I'm not going to let him. I'm not going to let him trigger well, me. I, I could concede that you two will have the better team. You two have the better team. Therefore, you'll probably play better, but I will find a way to win. Challenge accepted. DDA, we are goal defenders. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay. We'll see what happens. I'll take him into deep water. Dustin says, name three things you're going to take with you into next year's market. This is, this, we'll go to Paul with this one. Three things you're going to take with you into next year's market. In other words, first joint market, what are the three things that are true now that were not true in the past? It's a good question. We can each name one. What will I take away? Um, not to ignore the small margins. So take profit when it's there. Take what you're given, right? Matt, do you have one? Yeah. Um, I need to trust my instincts more, I think, um, in the market. I see a lot of angles, but I'm sometimes afraid to take the shot. Uh, I even share them with you guys. I share them in the Discord, and I don't do them myself because the prospect of losing so much time accumulating the coins that I had for a, a bit of a gamble Um and I don't have as much free time as I've had in the past where I could absorb a hit is, is a problem to me. So, so often though, I see them and they all come in, but most of them do. So I, I need to back myself, um, see which cards. I think one of the best ways of, of making money this year is the market grossly undervaluing certain cards as they launch. Whereas in the past, it was always the opposite way around. They always started super high and all work their way down. Uh, a good example of that was the team of the World Cup Casemiro, which I picked up for 160k, and I knew it was grossly underpriced. I should have just bought ten of them there and then, and you know, it ended up going up to like 240, 250, and still goes for like 225, 230 now. Um, so yeah, back yourself if you if you think you see an angle, go for it. Okay, if I had to take one, I would say, if you're not competing, you shouldn't be holding a single tradable card in your club. And I think Paul's probably been doing that for a long time. I didn't really do that until this year. And like I said, I'm currently on a hiatus and I cashed out everything before I did that. And it's paying dividends because when I do come back, I'm going to be able to buy a fucking God squad. Like I've never had because I'm just sitting liquid and trading. So it just kind of goes to show you that if you work hard to, to get your coins, 
you should work hard to maintain your coins as well. So don't just leave them in your teams and let it decay because there's one thing that's always true about this market is that everything goes down eventually. Everything. The closer you get to the end, the cheaper everything gets. It's just the fact of FIFA or foot rather. Marius Quintus says, I listened to the last pod. Have you guys checked out the seasons mode? I was thinking especially about Hunter's frustrations. I play seasons when I get frustrated with foot. I find the gameplay is better and there are lots of features that I think if incorporated into foot would make foot better. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I never looked into it. Um, I've always just played foot or pro clubs, but it's something to look at. Have you guys ever done that? I don't even know how it is. I'm not going to lie. Like, to be honest, like it sounds boring, but it doesn't sound very grindy, I guess. You know what I mean? And that's what we're all after, right? We like that grind of foot, but I don't know enough about it. Maybe I'm wrong. Do you know anything about seasons, Paul? It's not to dismiss the question. I just don't know anything about it. I'm just, I didn't even know it went in the game. I'm going to have a look now. Um, <laughs> so, um, What's Volta? Do you know what? I I I was talking to um, Chase in DMs today, messaged me saying like, after the last pod, he's been sort of trying to take it a little bit more, less serious, not letting it get, um, get him frustrated. And I think if anything sort of stops you from getting frustrated, um, you shouldn't be getting frustrated and angry and wound up by a fucking stupid game. If playing seasons does it for you, or going to watch Netflix, anything, don't let this game matter that much. I haven't clicked on anything other than Ultimate Team in the FIFA menu since FIFA. Well, it was Euro 2008, which was the version of the game that came out before FIFA 09, which was the first Ultimate Team. Oh. There you go. Hmm. Ooh. These co-op seasons, that might be something that's worth having a mess about with. Who knows? Oh, we just lost Paul forever. There he goes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Ultimate team can go suck. Probably cheaper. We lost Paul and Jamie. Yeah. Norwich co-op seasons. Me and George are off. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine. Okay. Rui Rui Costa says, Hola, really enjoyed your podcast. Fun and informative. In your opinion, who is better out of three for CM? Yaya World Cup Hero, 91 Vieira, 93 Lothar. I really like Mateus stat-wise, but do his stats translate in-game? My gameplay is built from the wing. Quick passes with CM, Cam, and Striker and try to score. He uses the 4-3-3-4, the attacking variation. Would really appreciate your suggestions. Hmm, CMs? I would put Vieira last for CM. If it was a CDM, I would definitely go Vieira. But what do you guys think? What do you think, Matt? Out of those three, I, I would personally say, and this isn't from the point of view of someone who's used all three of those cards to a great extent, but played against them a lot, that Vieira is the weakest one. My favourite would be Mateus, because I think he's more well-rounded, definitely deadlier going forward, but nowhere near as good defensively and certainly can't intercept like the other two can. And then Yaya is kind of like a good compromise between the two. So it's not a question of necessarily which one's the best, it's which one suits your purpose the best. And if you had all three in a three-man midfield, then you, you're rocking and rolling. Um, <laughs> but if I could take yeah. one, I would personally take Mateus. I think that's a, a really good card that adds a lot defensively, but very much so going forward. 
it's it's a close race. I would go Yaya, but you can't go wrong with either one. But definitely Vieira is more of a CDM. And it's crazy to even say that. The fact that we're saying Vieira is the weakest link in this group. Remember when Vieira was only second to Hullet? Yeah. It was like three years ago. Now he's just kind of meh. It's fatigue. Paul, what would you pick in this situation? Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I um, I packed Yaya Tor earlier on in game um, and I've used him loads. Um, Funny enough as well, I did pack Lothar. um, And I think for... (laughs) God damn (laughs) <laughs> For somebody who you want as a, a quick passer of the ball, Lothar is great for that. He um he moves really well on the ball, he's he's really smooth. Um but I don't think as a CM you're gonna get much better than World Cup. Yeah, yeah. As a CDM, I don't know if there's a better CDM in the game than that um World Cup Vieira that were forty tokens. Um, that's an absolute beast of a card, but yeah, World Cup, yeah, 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 yeah for life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Musa wants to know budget and chemistry is no issue. What is the one most fun player you get? Hmm. I usually go to Mets first, but he usually isn't prepared, so I'll go to Paul first. Any budget? Any card? Any Fun. budget, chemistry don't matter. Any card in the database. Ronaldinho. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. This year is supposed to be his year. I've not used him, but pros were using him this week in an FGS, and pros hadn't used Ronaldinho in forever, if at all. Um, but yeah, they were using him this weekend. Hmm. Mets looks like he's still having a think. I would definitely go team of the year, Holland, just because he's not the easiest to link. I mean, he is prim, but it's not a whole lot of good Norway players out there, let's be honest. Sorry, Pump Hill. But he looks like a fantastic card. I haven't used him, but he looks like a monster, and I would love to. But Matt, what about you? Ultimate Scream, Marouane Fellaini. From way back when. No, I'm, I'm joking. Um, my realistic answer is uh, is Ronaldinho and I've not used it in draft or anything like that the card just looks unreal um, and it's still kind of relatively new compared to some of the icons that have been around for a long time I, I my default answer to this a couple of years ago would have been um, the best variant of Maradona that you can get because I just really enjoy using that card um, but we, we've kind of moved on from that now so yeah Ronaldinho I think just got a random pop quiz for you guys. Do you happen to know who the most popular player is based on footbin in FIFA 23 right now? No cheating. No. Is it um, when was it? Nope. Is it like that silver card that came out today? Nope. It is World Cup Di Maria, the 90 rated version. Oh. Not even close. He's got 19,600 votes. And next one is... Gareth Bale, SBC, for 12,000 votes. What about games played? Who's Definitely got the most up. games played? I don't know. Jamie? Where's Jamie? Usually. Okay, we got, it. We got results from Jamie, it looks like. Um, is, this, is this correct? Games played? Yep. 
Wow. Virgil van Dyke, the gold card. And CR7. 38,000 games. Dang. Wow. Those special cards would, are interesting. Wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. Ah. That is interesting to look at. Correa and Icone are the top special cards when games played. Nice. Thank you. He said it's because he learned the reverse Elastico. Is that why you guys want? That's why I wanted Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho, yeah. I've, I've only learned how to skill back end of last year. Now I think I'm fucking Tex. You might be. You probably could beat Tex. I've seen you play. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Hot takes. Hot takes. Savage P, longtime supporter and member. He never lets us down with hot takes. He would love to human centipede with the entire cast of the pod. Jeeves, when another supporter followed up and said he must know his preferred position in the chain, and he says he prefers to be in the front because he wants to connect, make a circle while we hum ring around the rosy. That's disgusting. I feel like we need the music from Silence of the Lambs right here. Anybody have a comment for this? Um, what is a human centipede anyway? What does that mean, Matt? You've seen human centipede, you lying motherfucker. I just wanted to hear your explanation of it. That's top of your fucking search history. Don't look at my search history. We spoke about your hard drive before. We have. It's, it's under lock and key. You'll never find it. Play this way. You, you don't want to be at the back of my human centipede. I guarantee you that. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh my god. I don't want to be at the fucking front. <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere near your centipede. Oh, let's let's continue before okay. we're thrown off the air. Yes. Yes. Tashenmacher. See, I thought Tashenmacher would have come up with that to be honest, but never mind. Well, he probably was very curious. He turned he definitely turned the volume up whenever we read the question or read the hot chick. <laughs> Tashenmacher wants to know there are always rumors that foot will be free to play. And they have a subscription service, but they already have a subscription service. It's called Token Pack for five in the store twice a month. It's not wrong. Not wrong. It's actually spot on. Yeah, that's a good one. Chase, this is the guy that you were talking to, right? Yeah. He says he's noticed this is going to be really good to talk about. He says, I've noticed the people having the biggest issues with the games are the ones that say chemistry doesn't matter. I've played with low chem squads and noticed the passing is worse. The first touch for players is bad and I miss more goals. On the other hand, playing with a high to full chem squad, everything works how it's supposed to. And even the game gameplay feels better. I would never think that just because of a player's rating, you could take a full team of them lined up wherever you want and do well. Maybe the other EA drops a new chemistry system. We should use it instead of ignoring it and expecting to get the results we want. Hmm. Mm. Spicy. Because I know that we all three have a different position on this one. <laughs> I, yeah. Shall I go first? Go I'll ahead, Paul. Go first, I've used my team um, on, at the moment, we're on 24 chem. Um, but I've had it with 33, 30, um, down at 22. And I still get the same results each weekend. Um my, you know, I'm not 
I'm not seeing a difference in my results at all. Um, and I think maybe it's just a coincidence that your passing's better and your gameplay feels better when you've got that full game. Who knows? It's so inconsistent. This is the, the mystery of um, FIFA. But yeah, I get the, the same results. Do you know what? I'm going to play this weekend on 33 chem. I'm going to go full try hard mm. and let's see if I can get 14 wins easily. You're going to rage. We'll see. Matt? Yeah, I think the real answer to this is, is totally anecdotal um, and it might even depend on a person's playing style or just what their overall quality of their squad looks like in terms of ploughing through that chemistry difference I think I'm at a stage now where I'm largely indifferent to chemistry I would much rather have the player I want than just try and shoehorn someone in who's not quite right for the sake of a little bit of chemistry boost but like Paul was saying I've had you know a fully loaded chem team I've had ones that are a few points down I've had squads of next to no chem particularly when you're doing draft can't say I honestly feel too much of a difference providing the players are good. And that's kind of how it should be at this stage. We're all very worried about Kem at the start of the game because we needed boost to get the players up to the kind of quality that we wanted. But now they should all be good enough on six Kem, basically their face stats, and, and be more than enough, I think. So I'm not saying it's irrelevant, but as you, your team gets better, it should be less important. And I don't think... It's like it was in previous FIFAs where not only do you have your individual chem, but the team chem made a big difference to how your players moved around and the passing and everything felt different. I don't really think it's that's the case anymore, but that's just my take. Good question, though, from Chance. And thanks for yeah. uh, reaching out to me and Paul this week. It's always nice to chat. Okay. I've always been a fan of chemistry, getting the most out of your players, but there comes a certain point where... Even if that player's on full chem, that one that I had to put in, if he's not as good as the last guy on two stars, what's the point? Because the overall team chemistry number doesn't impact the rest of the players. This is individual chemistry. If what EA is saying is true, the whole 33 of 33, it shouldn't even be in the game. It can just be taken out because team chemistry is irrelevant. That came from them. So individual player chemistry is what matters. If one's on zero, it doesn't affect the other ones. I don't know. I think it's a misconception. And I think it's like you said, there's so much variability in the gameplay that it's hard to really put your finger on what it really is because my team has flown around in the past and they've been in the mud. So it's anecdotal and we'll never really know, to be honest. Bogey has a follow-up to this. He says chemistry and chem styles should be sentenced to deletion from the game. Ridiculous concept and stupid execution only in the game to fill out packs. Mm. Yeah. I hate the idea of chemistry. I think it's, it takes away from the idea of ultimate team because you're, you're limited as to who you can put in because you're penalized if you can't. Not really laughing at. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at the jet. 
that will get us cancelled, but I can't. <laughs> savage. Absolute <laughs> savage. Oh, I'm, I kind of want to go for it. You can ask the question, I suppose. Good God. Paul, I have a question no, for you no, no, from no, Savage no, P. No, 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 I'm no. literally asking for a friend. Don't do it. <sighs> no, don't do it. You get cancelled as fuck. Okay. If you want to know, DM us or get with us in Discord and we'll share. And if you're offended after that, that's your fault. Okay. Man, that was funny. Next one. Jeeves United says, bring back the ability to slide tech keepers while they're holding the ball. It was a good rage outlet. I'm sure it wouldn't breed more toxicity. Running away from the ref when he was trying to book you two, that was good, clean fun. I don't even remember that. How long ago was that? Last year, I think. It's been around most years, to be honest. You could run away from the ref? Yeah, that's in the original FIFA, FIFA International Soccer circa 1993. You could... uh, yeah, control your oh, players. The okay. referee was trying to issue a card and just run off in perpetuity until you eventually stop and then he gives you the card. But it's a bit like in. Um, I think I was playing Contra in 93. In Madden 92, if you remember that one, Hunter, where if you like seriously injured another player, ambulance would drive onto the pitch and run everyone over to get to the injured yeah. player, <laughs> which was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Little things when EA used to have a sense of humour. That uh, they used to throw into their games. Well, they probably just didn't know how to fix it. it was to good. be honest. But hmm. yeah, I didn't know that about the referee. MN Rehab says, "I think there should be a friendlies mode which caps squad ratings and requires close to full team of single club. Maybe there are long term objectives and rewards, but nothing immediate. So there's not that sweat factor. I would love to play a mode when I'm bored of the new content with a silver slash gold team of Minnesota United players." but there's nowhere for that to happen. Seasons. This could be the just for fun mode. I was going to say, isn't that just that like exhibition mode? That's so why you just pick the team up and play it. Or do you mean if he wants to play as Minnesota United, someone else can't pick Real Madrid? Is that what he's getting at? He wants to play on an even playing field. I think he means within foot itself, not the game. What's the like point that? in that then? It's not, it's not foot then. It's just, that's just FIFA in general. That's what the rest of the game's for. Unless I'm missing a point. Yeah, I don't know. But the just for fun mode was supposed to be friendlies. And that's why they moved all the objectives to that because people were complaining that Rivals was way too sweaty to achieve objectives. Now people are just complaining that friendlies are too sweaty to achieve objectives. So I think no matter where they hold them, it's it's always going to be Yeah, if you attach a a meaningful reward, it's always going to be sweaty. It doesn't matter what the mode is, right? Right. People want the reward. They're going to do the best thing they can to get it. Let, let me offer up an alternative here to a, a fun game mode that isn't just exhibition in FIFA, but isn't ultimate team necessarily either. Modern Warfare 2 DMZ. Yeah, that's cool. But um, the most fun yeah. I've ever had in an online football game, and this is outside of FIFA and ultimate team, was Pez 6 had something called uh, random select mode where as you would imagine, given the, the name of the mode, let's say you, you, me and you are playing Hunter, the, com- the computer would pick our players forwards, but you got to um, limit it down to a certain number of um, national leagues to pick the random players from. So it wouldn't just pick like the worst players in the world for anything. If you could pick Premier League, League or national countries, for example. And, and 
create a pool from which the CPU would pick the random players for you, but then it would give you a random team. And if you didn't like what it chose, you could re-roll it until you found one that you liked, but ultimately it would be out of your control. And those matches, super fun. That was like Ultimate Team before Ultimate Team was a thing. A really, really good fun. And I'd like to see something like that introduced into Ultimate Team. I thought that's how sort of foot draft might have gone. And it kind of is like that, but the variation of cards you can get is so vast in, in draft and ultimately you do end up with a bunch of cards you're not interested in in draft um, to go alongside the few that you are but yeah random select mode was super hot really good fun mm. okay yeah that's not a bad shot yeah Paul you want to add anything no because the, the show's over yeah Paul's going to go eat some ravioli. Well, that's that's kind of what I wanted to get at. Before we do go, if you want to follow the show, or you want to follow anybody on social, you can do that by going to the show notes, click the links there. We appreciate everybody. But what we were laughing about earlier is a question, and we're just going to read the question and leave it open and get in touch with us and let us know what you think. But the question is, what kind of raviolis does Sam Smith eat? Ciao. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.